Welcome to Croxley Green Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Morning everybody, hope you're keeping well and safe and uh, you are finding ways to uh, spend time with one another in, in good ways that are building your relationships up. The reflection in my morning prayer one day this week was short and sweet. It simply said, perpetual change is here to stay. Now that's something we've been told through the opening decades of the 21st century, but perhaps we never expected it to be like this. COVID-19 has changed many things in our lives over the past week, and I'm sure that it will change many things in the days to come too. But one thing I think remains constant even around the world. I even came across it in New Zealand a few weeks ago in what seems a very different age. Man-looking. Now I speak to you as one who is prone to it. You can just ask Carolyn. You know how it goes. You look and you look and you search, but you just can't see that thing that is right in front of your nose. With other things rattling around your minds, they cloud our vision, much to the frustration of others, and particularly at times to our families. With lots of things rushing around our minds, I'm sure, at the moment, perhaps we need to be more aware. And sometimes to take a deep breath and a second look especially as we're spending all more time together in our homes with one another. It's not just across the world that man-looking is a constant, it's through time as well. I think the disciples here could be accused of man-looking, especially Peter, who's the focus of this conversation with Jesus. Jesus explains to his friends the journey that lies ahead, the journey that we'll share over the coming weeks with Jesus as we approach Easter and his death and resurrection. But Peter can't see it, can't see in the pain and distress of this story that God is at work. We all get used to seeing God in familiar ways. We find comfort in that. And when things in life come upon us that challenge that way of seeing, we can become anxious. We might even struggle to hold on to our faith, which has been so familiar on our journey. Maybe this is something you've already found in your life. Maybe you've found it in the last few weeks. I know I have. At the end of my first year training as a Baptist minister, with all the changes in my life, moving house, changing church, a different pattern of living, separated with so many people who I'd spent the last 10 years sharing my journey of faith and life with, my sense of encounter with God through the year was sparse. I shared it with my tutors at my end of year interview and they listened and they nodded and they said, that's a good lesson to learn. Facing changing times can significantly hit our spiritual life and our well-being. Now, I did recover through exploring prayer in a new way, a way that just a few years before I would have dismissed as not being vibrant and fruitful. But I took another look at God through this unfamiliar lens, and it's continued to sustain my life with God ever since. 
In these changed times with different patterns of life, like Peter, maybe we need to take another look. To be open to God to reveal himself in new ways and in our new circumstances. God has not changed. But perhaps we will need to see a new aspect of him, a new glimpse of his loving and caring. And while Jesus' scolding of Peter is strong, perhaps stronger than we give to one another when our man-looking causes frustration, there's hope in his story too. Because Peter can see God in new ways. Hope because this is not something that he and we do alone. Hope because God is helping him to see in a new way. Jesus asks, who do you say that I am? Peter replies, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. Peter looked beyond the human's expectations of who Jesus is, a holy man, a messenger from God. He has seen Jesus in a new way, the son of the living God, God present among them. Not the God of long told stories from past times, the living God with them now in the here and now. Seeing God in a new way is not something that Peter or we can do alone. Our sight is limited. We neither see the detail of the small or grasp the wide vista of the huge. Yet God, not wanting to hide himself from us, comes to us in a human face, the face of Jesus. Yet more is needed if we are truly to see this significance of God living among us. Blessed are you. For this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, through human sight and insight, but by my Father in heaven. In this time of change like Peter, God is helping us to see him in new ways, And in these days, I encourage you to ask God to show you himself afresh. To go beyond man-looking that can shape our spiritual sight and our hope of both men and women. To look beyond the familiar for signs of God at home, at work in your surroundings and in your homes. In the people that you meet, even at a distance. In the stories you hear in the media and on the television and radio. In your gardens. Or when you go out for your once daily exercise. I think that through his life, Peter continued to see God in new ways, even within his struggles. Towards the final years of his life, he wrote a letter in which sounds like it was addressed to us at this time. To God's elect, exiles scattered. And he continues like this. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade. This inheritance is kept for you in heaven who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In all this you greatly rejoice, even now 
For a little while, you may have to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. An openness to seeing God in new ways sustains the church. You are Peter, Jesus says, and on this rock I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not overcome it. Hades is the Greek world of the dead. And here is a promise that the church as a community will endure even in the seeming face of death. That's a promise we need to cling on to at the moment when we cannot gather and so much of our church life has paused. Yet the church is not dead. It is alive if its people are spiritually alive and seeking for the living God for this is truly what makes the church. It is alive as we trust in the God who shields us. It is alive as we are invited to see God in new ways and his hope. It is alive as we're open to being surprised by God who shows himself in fresh ways beyond our man looking and not allowing our vision to narrow by the limitations that we are having to contend with at the moment. One day last week, as I took my daily exercise, as recommended by the government and I'm trying to do after lunch, I walked up Baldwin's Lane to the green and back around through the orchard. And I was praying the prayers that have sustained my life through changing times from the Northumbria community. They end with these words. May the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness and protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. As I walked on a warm early spring afternoon, I started to notice and give thanks for the wonders I saw. I shared some of the photos I took that day on the church Facebook page when I got home. The beauty of the green under the sunny blue sky. The sound of birds singing drowned in normal times by the sounds of traffic. The hope of a rainbow banner posted in York Mead School and smaller rainbows painted by children in many windows. Beyond this current crisis, Posters in a child's bedroom window encouraging us all to care for the planet. Perhaps in our changed lives, you have begun to catch glimpses of God in fresh ways. Perhaps you can share them with each other and with us, posting them to our Facebook page or YouTube channel, sharing them in some of the new ways our discipleship groups are connecting or when you WhatsApp or phone one another. Or you can drop us an email. Once this moment is past, when we can finally gather rejoicing within these doors, I trust we might find God's promises to be true. That he has built his church, for he has been building us, giving us new sight of him, helping us to overcome our man-looking, and that the gates of Hades will continue to be overcome.